0: Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris.
2: What up, what up, Winning Cures Everything, college football week number 10 previews. Let's talk about this week. I'm Gary. I'm Chris. We got some big time stuff happening in our home city. That's what I'm talking about. College game day is coming to Memphis, Woo-hoo! and we could not be more excited about it. Of course, the Bear, Chris Felica, will be here. He won't be on with us this week, but we're going to be hanging out. It's going to be a good time. So, I'm pumped about that. Of course, we are ready to go see the football game, SMU and Memphis. Uh, not a lot of big games this week, so we'll actually be at the Liberty Bowl watching the game. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be nice and chilly, you know, upper 30s. It's going to be kind of cold. We're going to have to... To bundle up a little bit, but I'm pumped. I'm
0: a big old bitch. Uh, It's going to (laughs) work.
2: We got to get you one of them hats. I'm not
0: worried about the hat. I'm worried about my freezing ass on them metal bleachers.
2: Oh, you got that right. You got that right. All right. We are Winning Cures Everything, of course. You can go over to winningcureseverything.com. Find out more information about us. All of our social media platforms are over there. Facebook, Twitter. You can find out where we are on the website. If you're on YouTube... Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. And make sure to leave some comments. Tell us what you like this week, what you don't like. Tell us what your picks are. Tell us what game we should be covering. Of course, there are some games we're not going to go over in this that we go over in our gambling picks show. And you need to take a, a gander at that. So go and watch the gambling picks. See what we say about those games. Of course, we're going to cover nine of them today. Five of them are the big ones. And then we'll do the rapid fire at the end of it. Let's... Uh, Oh, the show. Of course. I I don't know why I was figured about this. Tunica Mississippi.
0: The they bring you the who show. Pay the Bills.
2: Yes. They sponsor we, the show. We love them. They bring you the show every week. They are the South's premier sports gambling destination. They've got six incredible sports books. You can find more information on on, eh, on them over at tunicatravel.com. So go check them out. Tell them we sent you and uh and tell them how much you appreciate them. Of course, because we sure sure do. They are Good people down there. We love working with them, and we will continue to do so for as long as they will have us. Let's jump into game number one. Come on. SMU at Memphis. Memphis currently a five-point favorite in this game. It is Saturday night, 6.30 p.m. on ABC Primetime. see
0: it five and a half everywhere. So that's kind of going.
2: Memphis. as it five and a half? Yeah. I mean, it opened to three, everybody's and everybody's bad. on Memphis. As, uh, as it, bad
0: as TCU's been, uh, SMU's been killing people?
2: Well, this is, SMU hadn't really been killing people. If you look at their uh, second level wins, and we'll, let's go on and jump into it. Come
0: on, um, That's what we're here for, right?
2: SMU, their their I think it's called second level wins. What does that mean? That is uh, their win expectancy, like what the wins that they should have based on what they did in the games leading up to this. They are like two wins. They should be six and two, or even possibly five and three. But they have lucked out. like they beat TCU by three, they uh, they beat Houston by three, they beat Tulsa by three, um, and that was that Tulsa game was last second, you know, it third overtime, and that was Tulsa giving the game away.
0: How Memphis like, beat Tulsa?
2: At same way, and th- but but Memphis, aside from that game, and aside from the Temple game, which technically Memphis should have won, uh, and not because of the the last second whatever uh, that that the refs screwed up. But because Memphis turned the ball over four times, and if they hadn't turned the ball over, Temple was never stopping that team. Like, they, they scored every time that they got the football and didn't give it back to Temple. They turned the ball over four times. Four times. What are you doing? yeah Anyway, so Memphis, on paper, and everything else, is the better football team. They have the one loss, but they are at home in a primetime spot on ABC at the Liberty Bowl and SMU has to come to their house. So, everybody loves Memphis in this spot, and I think I do too. Mike Norvell has done a fantastic job with this program. Sonny Dykes has also done a fantastic job with SMU. Did, did something happen? Mm-hmm. What happened? What's What's going on?
0: I just got an alert that chaos is ensuing in the World Series. And something, controversial call, and chaos... Ends of the Nationals' manager, David Martinez, being ejected. Trey Turner being called out. So, wow! I don't know. I'm, what? What inning are we get? I'm trying to watch this game <laughs> while Gary talks. What? What inning the the we get? thing anybody's ever done. Um, we are in the top of the eighth. Strasburg went eight strong, 200, 102 pitches. Unbelievable! Unbelievable. What's the what, what, what's what, what's our five, score two. In Five two. I think we're gonna I think we're gonna get game seven.
2: Oh, I'm good with that. I love game sevens in the World Series.
0: I just like the idea of me being able to actually watch the end of the World Series.
2: Yeah, well, that makes sense. That makes sense. All right, so Memphis-SMU. Memphis looks like the better team. SMU has got a a great storybook tale going on right now. I think it ends at the Liberty Bowl. That's my pick on this game. Of course, you and I always give picks. Um, what? I'll, uh, I'll take Memphis. With you, points. Same thing? Yeah. All right, so we I both don't like that Memphis. it's
0: getting bigger, but but I'm I'm going with it, man. I'm not betting against the Tigers this week.
2: Uh, no, no chance.
0: Oh, you know me. I don't oh,
2: care. Oh, I know you. I know you. So I'm afraid of no loss? No. No. It, it, look, we're from Memphis. We're used to losing. That's all right. That's right. That's all right, but but not this year. Not this year. We the, Memphis has a chance to be the uh group of five representative in the New Year six in the Cotton Bowl, and there ain't nothing bigger than that for this football program. So, next game up. Let's move into Jacksonville, Florida, the world's largest outdoor cocktail party, two thirty p.m. on CBS. Georgia, a six and a half point favorite against Florida, it opened at this, or it opened at six, got bet down to three and a half, and got bet back up to six and a half. I don't know what is going on here. Um, at Florida, like so, you and I. Well, you feel differently. You love Florida in this spot. I know what your pick is. Um, you take Florida to win.
0: Thanks for telling everybody.
2: Well, that's
0: fine. <laughs> yeah, no, I think Florida's going to win the game. I think they're going to kick their ass. I think Georgia is overrated. I think they've got so much talent. Talent wise, Georgia should win this game ten times. Talent wise, Georgia should have beaten South Carolina like a drum. They, they, got, they got Kentucky beat, like, they got beat, like a drum. They got beat by a. Third string quarterback, not a backup quarterback, the the emergency quarterback on the road in Sanford Stadium between those hedges that they're so proud of. Well, why don't you take pride in your football team and coach a little bit, Kirby, and not so so much in your hedges, okay? All right. Second thing, then they go to Kentucky. Oh, it's raining. It's raining, so it's really hard to score. Oh, I'm sorry. That great, unbelievable defense. They they blanked Kentucky, but they couldn't get any turnovers for you. They couldn't get you the ball in a rainstorm so you could have better field positions so at least you could kick some field goals or score some touchdowns. The quarterback, hang on, the quarterback for Kentucky, not a not a first string. That guy's been out for a while. Not a second string. He's he been out too. Not a third string. A wide receiver played quarterback the entire game, and they struggled to put points
2: up. Yeah. Kentucky didn't put any points up. I
0: don't think, I get that. <laughs> I because they had a just... receiver playing quarterback, Gary.
2: That receiver also beat Missouri last week.
0: I'm just saying,
2: I think that Georgia could be holding something out for this game.
0: If Georgia's holding back, and that's the reason they lost to South Carolina, Kirby smart. I joke about this all the time. When I think coaches should be fired, push them out a window, shoot them, throw them in the bridge. No, no, he he should be set on fire. <laughs> oh, you lost to South Carolina because you were sandbagging because you want to be No, you're supposed I, to be one of the best teams in the country. And, look, and so you gotta sandbag to beat your biggest rival? You know how I you always hide stuff so you beat your biggest rival? You know That's how I always talk bullshit. about
2: post game win expectancy? Like I was just talking about with with uh, uh second okay. second line wins or whatever it you, is.
0: I don't know, you always talk about it well, I bring, this is the first I, I've ever heard about
2: it. Now, I've brought it up to you before. Their post-game win expectancy okay. in that game against South Carolina was 92%. Basically, if they don't turn the football over three times, they win the football game. Okay. Like, if they don't miss a field goal that's a shot for their You don't think Ford is guy. capable
0: of taking away the ball? I understand that. And, up, and,
2: and Florida does get their best defensive players back. Correct. Right? So, we got that. Kadarius me, Tony is supposed to be back as well on offense.
0: You You got a chess match coming up. You taking Dan Mullins or Kirby Smart? I will take Mullins to cover times, the spread. 100 times over and over and over again. You'll take Dan Mullins over Kirby Smart, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because one guy seems understands to be how to put a together a football really program good and football, football. coach yeah. and knows how to build a program and get the absolute most out of his guys. Well, and the and other guy can play Kirby can from do the that. front. No, Kirby can play from the front with unbelievable talent. No, I'm, you I'm, give him the best talent in the world, Kirby can play. From the front against anybody. But if that game is close, if it's just tight, just a little bit late in the game, boy, he is going to fall all to pieces.
2: I, what I said was that Mullen knows how to build a football program. It is obvious that Kirby understands how to build a football program as yeah, well.
0: Lots and lots and lots of money. but
2: But when it comes to game day Maybe and it when it comes to a care. game plan, I trust Dan Mullen more than I trust Kirby Smart. What I'm worried about here is the overwhelming talent that Georgia has. That Florida does have talent, but Georgia has more of it. And that could, like, a, Georgia hasn't had a lot to be fired up about, and now they got something to play for. So that's the only thing that scares I, me I off might, of it. But I will, I I'm lose, taking.
0: I might lose big on this game. I might lose big on this game because all those things you're saying could be right. If they're right. That is a fireable offense by Kirby Smart. I mean it. You are I'm not going to disagree lose you. a bullshit game because you are holding back and sandbagging, and you can't get your guys motivated to play South Carolina. Oh, we're so much better than them that we're just bored out here, and that's why we're playing close games, and that's why we can't get fired up for it. That's all coaching. That is your job as the coach. To get these guys ready to play week in and week out. To see the season as one game at a time. And if you've already envisioned yourself in the national championship, Bub, you ain't making it. Yeah. now you're right. You're right. You're getting housed this week. And you I know love, I don't I
2: like love how you, passionate you get. You know that. I don't like Florida. No, for, I know.
0: For me to go this big on Florida.
2: Yeah. No, I know. Lost, I've
0: lost a lot of respect. Of course, I caught it when he got there. The man's going to recruit. He's going to have talent. Out of the yin yang, but if it ever comes down to an X's and O's battle, he's going to get out coached by almost everybody.
2: That's you say yin yang, and, and I immediately think if you want a little yin and your yang yang, if you want a little let's zing go. and your zang zang. Sorry, <laughs> college game back day, back. baby. Who coming to Memphis. All right, let's move on. Uh, I've got Florida to cover, I've got Georgia to win straight up. It seems you're going to be disappointed. On one I might be. I might be. Uh, let's move on, and we'll make these a little quicker. Oregon, minus four and a half, going to the Coliseum in Los Angeles. They go in and dealing with the Getty Fire and everything that's going on out there. Uh, of course, if you're watching in Cali, we hope you're all right. Yeah, man. Don't be watching this crap. No. Go and, and get as far away from that mess as you can, because uh, it is a disaster.
0: I got a friend that lives in L.A., and they've got family back this way. We're like, just, just come on! Like, you're not come going, on! You're not going to work. Just come home. Like, yeah, just come Mm-mm. on. No, we don't want to. Like, what? Well, they haven't told us we have to evacuate. Well, why the hell are you gonna wait?
2: Like, why what, would you wait? What else
0: like, you doing? Yeah. You can't go to work. You can't leave the, You can't go anywhere. Just come home, guys. Come so, home. so you would Visit. think, of I'll course, you
2: Oregon, USC, close game. You would imagine uh, that most people would imagine. I would think because USC has played well at home. They've played well against the bigger teams on their schedule this year. I mean, they, Lord, they beat Utah uh, at home not that long ago. It was just a few weeks ago. Oregon, in this defense, last week was the prime letdown spot, and they still got the win, right? Last second field go over Washington State. That was the letdown because they had the big emotional win over Washington. That was the, the big hurdle that you had to get past, and then you got Washington State that's coming to your place right before you have to go to USC. This is the spot where I think Oregon puts it on. Like I think that they will be amped up, ready for this one. USC, like the three starting tailbacks, or not three starting tailbacks, but their their top three running backs, uh, injured, having problems. They were all out last week. Uh, secondary, all out. You know, not not looking great. Injuries and and whatever else going on with them. They got problems this air raid can be an issue. Graham Harrell has done a great job with these quarterbacks, with these wide receivers. Like, the offensive line has been playing better. Oregon's defense is a different level, man. Like, it's it's really good. It didn't look as good last week, but Mike Leach finds even the smallest holes in every defense, right? Do we trust Graham Harrell to, to do the same thing that Mike Leach did? Like, Graham Harrell played for Leach. I mean, he... It, Mike Leach may have shown him some things to focus on, but I just, I don't see it. I think Washington State's a better team than USC. Am
0: I crazy for thinking that? No, I don't. I still don't really have a feel for where I think this game is going to go. I mean, it's Pac-12, so my inkling is to just take USC. (laughs) Just take the dog, right? Yeah, because I just don't think we know what anybody is. But if, if Oregon wants to separate themselves from the rest of that muck and and be different than everyone else then you
2: know, I do they, they I do worry I do worry about all of this playoff talk with Oregon Oh yeah Oregon's going to win the Pac-12 and and then we'll see like are they as good as all of these other da-da-da-da? I wonder how much that gets in their heads because they hadn't been there in a while like nobody that was on this roster had ever beaten Washington State until last week so it does make you a little curious USC is of course always the big dog regardless of what the record is I wonder how much that gets into their head. I, I'm I'm curious. I'm very if I curious. Have to pick.
0: I'm going to pick USC.
2: All right, that that makes sense. Well, I'm I'm going to make you pick. Okay. So, so USC plus four. You just taking them to win out or win out, right?
0: Do I get the money line? Or Do I just get one point for a
2: win? I mean, you just get one point for a win. You taking Oregon? Such a bullshit. We're, we're just going on a on a, a percentage here. We're Can't not, get no odds. No. On the gambling show. Yeah. But not on this one. This one, we're just doing percentage, man. Give me USC. All right, USC. Roll with it. Roll with it. I like it. I like it. You got, uh, you got some cojones. I'm gonna take Oregon.
0: You don't take those to the bank. I mean, you can, but they call the police on you. No, you
2: got that right. You got that right. (laughs) All right. Next one up. This is game number four. Utah going to Seattle, Utah minus three and a half. Uh, Look, I don't know what to make of Washington. They've already lost three games this year. Like, the loss to Cal doesn't look as good now, but Cal, of course, suffering quarterback injury. I am about to say, the Cal team
0: they lost to is not the Cal team we're seeing
2: today. It's a lot different. And there was the rain issue and and all that kind of mess. And then, of course, Oregon... uh, Not Oregon. uh, Washington goes and loses to uh, Stanford, and that's not good, right? Because this is not a good Stanford team. Nope. They... Go back home in a big time matchup, they get a big lead on Oregon, and then they let Oregon outscore them 21 to 3. And they lose the game 35 to 31. Now, with all that said, with Washington not looking as good this season as as typically you would see from a Chris Peterson team, I kind of like them in this spot. They've had a week off. They've kind of healed up some wounds. They're getting healthier. Utah has been playing, playing, playing. Utah ain't the same team when they are away from Salt Lake City. Yep. They're just not. I And Chris Peterson has not had a problem being able to beat Kyle Whittingham. Now, this may be the best Kyle Whittingham team yes, that they've had. I agree with that. And Tyler Huntley, still kind of questionable in this spot. We'll see if he's playing. I would imagine he's going to play in this game.
0: Yeah, I don't think he's missing this
2: game. No. Um,
0: and if he was, this line would be drastically different.
2: Oh, yeah. But I do like Washington here. I think Washington wins this game. I, do I don't. I don't see Washington losing. You know, five games no. this year. Like that just doesn't make any sense to me.
0: No, so. I, I like. I like Washington. I love Chris Peterson. I think he's still an excellent coach. I can't explain some of the losses other than just the Pac-12 has just been really weird this year. And I, I think he's an exceptional coach. I think Utah. You gave the stat that they're just not as good from away from home as they are at home. And uh, you got to play half the games on the road. That's yeah. Just this is
2: part of it. So. Oh, that's uh, that's the other part of this. Uh, it, what was that crazy trend I told I you? I don't know about that. It was, uh, remind you of that. Hold on. I'm going to remind everybody of that one. Uh, let's see. Since 2005, yeah. top 10 teams that are favored by less than five against a, an unranked team coming off of a loss. They are 1-13 straight up and against the spread. That ain't good. Utah is on high alert this week. And I'm rolling with it. I'm going to take Washington to win the game, not just to cover. You doing the same? Oh, yeah. It's, I, I, I like think, Chris Peterson. Uh, same here. Same here. You I'm with me. you. I bet on coaches. Oh, I know. And I, I, I'm i typically the same way. But, but I love both these coaches, man. I love it's Kyle not, It's not a knock on Kyle No, I think, I think I just like I think coaches. one
0: guy's a top five coach.
2: No, I think yeah, you, you, you're right. You're right. All right, next game up, Virginia Tech. Is going to Notre Dame, and would you believe, with all the talk that's been going on, that these two teams have the same record? They're both five and two right now.
0: I would have never thought that. Had you asked me what is Vortex record, I would. Have, <laughs> I'd have guessed a lot of things before I'd have got to five and two.
2: They are five and two, and they are eighteen point underdogs at South Bend. This game is at one thirty p.m. It's on NBC. It is at Notre Dame Stadium, of course. Touchdown Jesus! And man, I'm a, I'm a little wary on this line being so big. Okay. Everybody has completely counted out Virginia Tech. I don't expect them to win this football game. I don't either. But, I mean, you're telling me Virginia Tech couldn't keep this within 18?
0: Yeah, I, I don't like this line at all. I, I, think I mean, Notre
2: Dame got absolutely housed, I mean, humiliated.
0: At telling, Michigan. They, I've been telling people the like, football team you think.
2: It looked like Notre Dame quit. Just completely quit. Now, I understand that Brian Kelly on the road against ranked teams ain't good. I get that. I, but, man.
0: There's a, there's a part of me that likes Notre Dame coming off of a butt whooping like that because I think that they're going to just be pissed off at the world. And they're just going to bring the thunder. And I don't know. And I think any- maybe that's
2: why this line is as big as it and is. And I don't
0: think there's anything Virginia Tech's going to be able to do to stop that. That defense hasn't stopped anybody.
2: You might be right. I mean, Duke yeah. did house them.
0: I mean, that, that's my only fear. I love Fuente. You know that. I, I don't know that he's Cra- going be-
2: Crazy stuff happens, man. I, I just.
0: Can he get a little bit of this game day from Memphis Love going that way? I, you know, I don't know. It'd be kind of nice.
2: It'd definitely be cool. I don't know. But, yeah, I. I. I mean it all right, so we we gotta make our picks. We gotta do our spread picks and our straight up. I like I'm taking Notre Dame straight up. I'm gonna take Virginia Tech plus the eighteen.
0: I uh, I will probably take I'll take Notre Dame to cover.
2: Notre Dame to, to cover the eighteen. That is that ain't like you at all.
0: No. No, but this I, been a
2: this been a strange season.
0: Yeah, it has. I just think I just think coming off of a whooping like that, Brian Kelly
2: He's gonna have him fired up, isn't
0: he? He's gonna have him fired up and I don't think he's gonna I think he's gonna take it out on Vacek.
2: I can understand I that. I think
0: if he can, if he can hang sixty on them. He's gonna hang sixty
2: on them. No, I can. I can definitely understand that. All right, let's get into our rapid fire here. Virginia at North Carolina. The Coastal Division is a train wreck in the ACC. I mean, I just everybody is within a game of each other. Nobody's out of it, including Georgia Tech, who is sitting at one and three in the division. Like nobody's that good. That's insane. So. North Carolina is actually a favorite in this game, and I don't know how I feel about that. I'm glad that we're not picking these because I have no idea which way I would go. I think that Bronco Mendenhall and that defense against a freshman quarterback in Sam Howell, who has looked fantastic. I think, I think I would go Virginia here. I trust them more. I like Bryce Perkins. I, I think, I think Virginia, but. Man, they have not looked good in some spots, and they they got a turnover problem. Like it, there are some games this year where they have turned the ball. And Louisville ran all over them last that's, week.
0: That's, that's the biggest thing is, is how bad they looked against
2: Louisville. Yep, we lost the mic again. Shit. Here, go on to plug in, plug in. All right, let's. Uh, you just roll through, I'll roll through. Good gracious, sakes alive in the morning. Um, uh, yes. So, Virginia, North Carolina. Yeah, Virginia got rolled. Uh, they only lost by seven, but running game, they've got a really good rushing defense, or at least have for most of the season, and now not so much. Uh, Kansas State at Kansas is the next one. Chris loves Kansas in this spot. Uh, we we almost didn't. Go Go check out the Gambling Picks uh, segment because he loves Les Miles in this spot. Kansas State coming off of a massive win. People may be overestimating them a little bit. The line may be inflated a little bit. Uh, The line is six or six and a half right now. And yeah, Les Miles covered three straight since since he swapped out coordinators. So next up, Michigan and Maryland. I'm only bringing this up because of the Josh Gaddis and Mike Loxley beef. Michigan is a 21-point favorite. That line opened up at 17 and a half. Everybody loves Michigan. I think both of us love Michigan as well. Michigan, uh, Josh Gaddis, hates Mike Loxley, and he will not stop pouring on points if he gets a chance to. And that defense doesn't want anybody to score on them anyway. So, yeah, it, I'd, I'd roll with Michigan all day on that. Finally, last one up, Miami at Florida State. This is a crap game with two crap teams that have not looked good this year. Florida State is looking a little bit better, but there is still so much turbulence going on inside of that program and the same thing with miami they can't seem to get out of their own way and i'm very curious to see how this game is going to end up because the loser of this game is going to have major problems major problems uh florida state i mean if they win this they're one step closer to bowl eligibility that's a good thing miami the same thing obviously but for florida state that's a bigger deal because they missed last year and they ain't used to that and if you don't go to a bowl game two straight years at florida state you are in major, major trouble. So, yeah, I'm curious about that. I I would not make a pick on it. I would not even get anywhere close to that game. Uh, You bet against bad teams, and when both teams are bad, you try not to bet on it. Unless you can find an edge, and I ain't found one on this one yet. So, uh, of course, go over and check out our picks in the Gambling Picks section of the website. You can also watch the Gambling Picks segment on YouTube, on Facebook, etc. You can find that on the website as well. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us. The show, of course, always brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. You will find us down in Tunica a lot of the weekends in the falls. So go to tunicatravel.com and go check that out. Now, this weekend, you will find us down on Beale Street. Watch College Game Day. If you're in Memphis, go out, support the local team. It's going to be a fantastic time. Tickets for the game are dirt cheap, dirt cheap. So make sure you get out there. Support your boys. We, uh, we are looking forward to it. winningcureseverything.com tunicatravel.com Hope you guys enjoy your weekend. We'll see you again very soon. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com. Or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at winningcures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us.